Hi, I'm Jenny Ottaway, and welcome to the foundation of you. Whether you're feeling stuck in your job or you're considering a midlife crisis, hold up, there's a better way. I'm here to help you knock down the walls that no longer serve you. I'll teach you tools to help you rebuild your life, your way, the auto way. Let's get started. Okay, so welcome everybody to another episode of Foundation of You. I'm so excited. So today I have a very special guest. Her name is Marnie Semick, and she is an empath. Like this is this is long, you guys. I but it is so important for me to tell you who she is because I everything she's about is what uh, this podcast is about. So you are an empath. Uh, Marnie, you're an intuitive healer, spiritual business coach, life coach, your speaker, retreat host, writer, and meditation teacher. Aspiring writer. You did say that, but I'm like, girl, yeah. you're I, I know. Thank you for taking aspiring out. That's I did. Amazing. I know you wrote that. And I think. You're so cool. <laughs> I just think, you know, you're everything. It's what it is, is you're following your passion and you're following your, your heart, your soul desires. And as I said, this is what the podcast is about. So welcome. You know? Yes. Thank you so much for having me, beautiful Jenny. You're so yes. amazing. Oh. And I'm so happy that we have gotten a chance to connect and, yeah. and it's a miracle. We're here together. Here we are. Let's do this. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on the show. I think this is going to be a really interesting conversation because, you know, our stories are, are similar in a way. I mean, we're both, um, you know, we both want to empower others to be the best that they can. Right. And like when I look at your mission statement, your mission statement that you've got is simple to teach every healer and spiritual entrepreneur digital media strategy so they can grow their business and reach more of humankind. And that, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's so selfless, you know, it's so, it's giving that uh, empowerment to others. Yeah. What, what drew you to this? What drew you to this space? Well, it's something that I knew. Um, And so after I had my spiritual awakening, you know, before I'd had many businesses. I've always been an entrepreneur. I've been in digital media. I've been in sales. I've sold, sold millions and millions of dollars with the stuff, some in my own businesses and some for other companies. And then, and then I had a spiritual awakening and won't bore you with the details there. We've talked about that, but you know, like suffering was my, was my spiritual teacher. And, um, through that suffering, I had a spiritual awakening and then I just, I just got it. I was like, Oh my God, I I really want to help people, but instead of me going out and helping individual people, it just makes more sense for me to help the healers and the coaches and the people that are helping the people. So that's really what I built my business off of is, is really helping healers, coaches, wellness advocates, um, mentors, guides, shamans, spiritual entrepreneurs, teaching them how to reach more people through the platform that we already have. And that is digital media marketing. Yeah. And, and hasn't that taken off? You know, as you said, you've run, you've started um, your entrepreneurial journey 
before you came onto the online space. So hasn't that shift really transformed the way that businesses now interact with each other? And, you know, tell tell me a little bit, uh, tell the listeners a little bit about how, you know, you've gone from one person to the masses. Yeah. Well, it all really makes sense to me now. You know, it's sometimes when we're in our journey and we're suffering and it's hard and we just, we don't know why, you know, why, why is this all worked out the, the way that it worked out? But I am so divinely um, just blessed and I, I just get it on such a profound level that it all has happened exactly perfectly right mm. for me to be in this moment right now. So all the digital skills that I've acquired, all the loss, the financial ruin, the heartbreak, it, it all makes perfect sense to me now because it was just a training ground yeah. for, for where, you know, where I am and how I'm helping people. And, you know, it's, it's interesting to me because people that are rising in consciousness, the world is rising, right? We're all rising in consciousness. And what happens along that way, along that ascension process, is there's a, a great deal of suffering that happens. Mm. And so people are stuck in the suffering part of it. And that's where the healers and the coaches are coming in, just really like reaching down to people and helping them through that process. But what I'm finding is a lot of the healers and the coaches, they don't really have these business skills. They don't have the marketing skills. They don't have the digital media skills. They, they, they're, they have a gift, but they're not really sure how to use the digital landscape in order to reach more people. And we have to go to where the people are and the people are online. Exactly. I mean, and didn't, you know, didn't the past couple of years reflect that for so many of us, you know, the only connection we had with each other was being online. And, you know, that, I think that has helped accelerate this whole process, but it was always going to happen. Just, I think, because of how we're also, um, you know, humans want connection. And yes, it's great to have that connection with just your immediate group, your immediate physical group. But wow, when you can impact and, you know, just share all of that knowledge with so many more people is just, yeah, you're just, you're not just a little drop in the ocean. You know, it becomes the ocean. (laughs) Yeah. And also, I think that it's the freedom fighters, the people that want to have a positive message, want to have a positive impact on humanity. Um, We need to step in right now because there's a lot of insanity that's Mm -hmm. happening online, Facebook, conspiracy theories. There's a lot of insanity and a lot of negativity that's getting pushed. And, And so we need to balance that out. And so, you know... I don't think the right approach is saying, well, I don't believe in Facebook or I don't believe in social media because it's all just craziness and insanity. And it's like, no, we need to get in there. We need to step up and start increasing the amount of positive, you know, messaging that Mm -hmm. people are consuming. Our message is important. And so, you know, we, we have, we must. Yeah. We must step in. And I love how you describe uh, your programs that you offer. You know, the there's that 
spiritual warrior side. So it's like, you know, because there is courage, like when you're talking and I think people can, there are some people who may not be on social media because they think, oh, I, you know, I, I don't want to be involved in all that drama or whatever, but really it's about stepping into your own being as a spiritual warrior to have the courage to show up authentically as who you are, because I can guarantee you there are people who are waiting for you to show up as your true self, because then that gives them permission. Correct. Yeah. Beautifully said. Yeah. Nicely said. Well, and I, but I love that part of you because when I see, you know, obviously we follow each other on, on social media and I see that you march to the beat of your own drum. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I do. And, and I'm starting to like hear the, hear the drum beat louder now. Yeah. And, and that's okay. It, it's like, you know, because I know some people think, well, you know, if she can do it, I can do it. Yeah. And, and so it's sort of my responsibility right now to be completely myself and to, and to enjoy and love and be playful and be kind and have compassion, even for the haters out there who say weird things, you know, mm. it's like, forgive them. They do not know. Yeah. I just actually got goosebumps, which, you know, all of us know that that is, you know, the, our intuition, it's our guides just giving us that confirmation. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're, you know, if you're um, just listening to the podcast and I am not showing you what Marnie is wearing today, she is just a badass right now. <laughs> she's got the hat going on. She's got this beautiful kind of jacket that's made of like fake fur, fake fur, okay, but it's, it's not real fur. Everyone. It's off fake. her, you know, just yeah. hanging there off her shoulders. You just are really rocking this unique way, which just as, as we're saying, gives you that, gives others that permission to, to just be and express who you really are. Yeah. Because that, yeah. you know, your soul is, all of our souls are waiting, you know, the, the, the spirit within us is waiting for us to just show up as we truly are without all the labels or the feeling that we have to pretend that I'm a certain way. Just own it. Own yeah. who you are to the exclusion of what other people are going to say. Yeah. And uh, honestly, the crazy bit of me is my favorite part. Yeah. You know, I'm silly. I'm funny. I'm kind of crazy, you know, not in an insane, weird way, but, you know, I just, I just, I, I just want to be myself. I just want to be able to fully express myself. And, um, you know, if, if people don't vibe with that, that's cool with me. You, you don't have to like me. I'm, mm. I'm fine. If you don't like me, if, if you don't like my messaging, it's, fine. And, and I, I, I've never, I'm, that's a new, that's a new thing for me because I was always very highly insecure. I always was worried about what people would think about me. And, and then I, you know, woke up and, and now I'll, all I feel is love and kindness and bliss. And so, you know, I see that if someone lashes out at me, I, I see that and I, and I feel empathy for them because I know they hurt inside. Mm -hmm. And I know it has nothing to do with me. 
Yeah. And also, you know, I'm, I just turned 50. And so, you know, I'm stepping into my power as a woman. Now I've, 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 I'm completely embraced who I am, all the bits, you know, that are not what they used to be. And, you know, we're, we, you age and then things go away and things come too. It's like, wait, where did this thing come from? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a, it's beautiful. And we're just so lucky to be here and be human and, and to have this experience. So mm-hmm. we're being blessed. Yes, we are. We are being blessed. And I can't, I do say, you know, what a, what a time to be alive. It is actually such a, we're on this precipice of, you know, the next wave. And I just feel that there's so much in terms of, you know, you said it before, we're all, there's this awakening and self-awakening that's happening and how, just how this is so beautiful to be a part of. And yes, there's the, the other side, cause there's always the, you know, the opposites, but I feel that there's just so much that we're about to embark on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if there were no insanity, then there would be no enlightenment. Mm. And you had to cocoon, you know, like, like anybody, we had to cocoon once when you're suffering, when you're going through those things, you know, that this is an expression, like you can't heal a wound that hasn't formed a crust or something, or like a, you know, there's something like yeah. you, a, a scar has to form a little, um, okay. What's that word? You know, it's like yeah. a scab. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It has to, it has to form all the things that we're going through has to, we have to form a scab first before we can then go out and do the thing. You know, we have to be yeah. able to just heal from within before we go outwards again. Mm-hmm. And I think through COVID, a lot of people, I know so many people that wrote books, that started new businesses, that had spiritual awakenings. It was basically like Mother Nature or whatever, the universe, God came in and said, you know what, you need to have a timeout. Mm. And everybody needs to go and stew in their own juices. And that's yeah. what many of us did. Yeah. But then for me, talking about the cocoon, you know, um, I did, I did have a spiritual awakening and then I, and then I didn't want to be around people. Mm. You know, I, I was like, this is, I don't, it's like taking a newborn baby and putting it right in the middle of Times Square. It's like, it just doesn't <laughs> feel right. You know, it, it doesn't, this, this, that's not what you do. Yeah. And so I spent a good amount of time by myself and I loved it because I, I wasn't ready. You know, I didn't know how to, well, first of all, I think I, I just really wanted to enjoy this blissful, nurtured cocoon environment. Mm. And, and it wasn't until recently that I started to say, okay, I think it's time for me to start socializing again and, and start to, you know, be around people. But within that time, I'd built a six-figure business. I wrote a, written a book. I've now launched, and it's been less than 12 months since my coaching business, which is a new one. I've launched, I have 10 digital courses. That's a lot. 
Wow. I have 10 digital courses and I have three masterminds. I mean, I was just in creation mode. I just yeah. create, 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 create. And now that it's all creative, it's really fascinating to me because I'm like, okay, what do I do now? Yeah. And yeah. now, and now I get to just be myself. I can just like show up on social media like this and a crazy hat and a, you know, faux fur jacket and just, you know, just entertain people and be, be funny and connect. Yeah. Because ultimately I think people will, people want to connect with others whom they feel comfortable, but also there's that, you know, curiosity around that outrageousness sometimes. Like, what is that? You know, how do I get me some of that? It's like, you're this shining light that is people just can bask in that, but at the same time, they want that for themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we all long to be the fullest expression of ourselves. Mm. And many people still fear retaliation if they do that. And, and that, that is, that is the thing that I, I no longer experience fear, fear of retaliation or fear in general. I've eliminated most of the fear in my life. Yeah. Cause fear just stops us in our track. I, I think I know for me for a long time, and I, I don't know if it comes from being this in you know, its big family and the last of six kids, but uh, fear of judgment you know, wanting to make sure that I didn't disappoint or, you know, there's always that fear around, but I think it was more around what other people would think. And Mm -hmm. so I think Mm -hmm. judgment is really what that comes from, you know? And then, as you say, like there comes a point after you've suffered or you've experienced suffering where it's like, actually, I don't really care what people think anymore. And with love, you know, people tell you how you should be. Oh, totally. Oh, oh you know, and yeah. I'm just worried for you that you yeah. are embarking on your own business because, you know, 80% of businesses fail in their first year. Well, thanks for that statistic, but I don't believe that that's me, you know, or I'm not going to yeah. take that on as my story or my belief. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's interesting because it's, everyone gets that too. And it's one of the things that I teach in, in one of my courses is the, you know, people get all excited and they're like, okay, it's on, I'm doing this. It's so amazing. And then they go out and they tell all their family and they tell all their friends. And I'm like, okay, just so you know, someone's going to come in and criticize you because you're all excited and you get all excited. And that's the first thing that that attracts criticism. Yeah. And cause I got that it's, you know, from close friends and family who well-meaning, you know, give yeah. me their, their advice. Oh, you're starting another business again. It's like, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be great. Yes. Because you decide like, and it's yeah. not being, um, it's not being that dreamer who is dreaming something that's never attainable. I mean, you have to take action towards your dreams. You can't just sit back and go, man, I'd love to be able to have my own 
online business. But if you don't take action towards that in some yeah. shape or form, the universe doesn't know how to give it to you. Totally. Yeah. Believe, take action, observe, pivot. Believe, take action, observe, pivot. Believe, take action, observe, pivot. That's a successful entrepreneur right there. You keep doing those things over and over and over, you will find success. Wow. You got to do all four of them. Yes. Yes. Right. That's exactly right. And what I found for myself is to surround myself with people who share that belief, who know that this is possible, like that's possible for you because it was possible for me. It's almost like working with a, like a professional tennis coach or, you know, somewhere where your skill isn't quite up to where it needs to be. So Mm -hmm. you don't go and play with somebody who's not as good as you are, because that'll never get you to where you want to be. So you play with somebody who can say, okay, as you say, you know, like, oh, you might need to pivot there. Or you, you know, they can have a look at your overall strategy and say, you can work it on it here. So I've surrounded myself with people who are already doing what I want to do. Yes, totally. Because you need the map. It's like, you know, you can, you can go and climb that mountain on your own. I mean, I'm sure people have done it. I'm sure they've done it, but it's going to be a lot easier if you've got the map and you know where to go, Yeah. you know, it'd be a lot easier. And that's what a good coach will do for you. You know, a good coach will basically hand you a map and go do this. Yes. And shorten that time, because as as you say, there are a lot of people who can do it by themselves. But what a coach does or what people around you who are already doing what you want to do does is it provides you with the shrinkage in the time that it's going to take you to get there. Right. So it's it allows you to not have to make all those twists and turns and you know, go, that didn't work out. So now I'll try this. It's like, as you say, there's this map. This is how I did it. It worked for me. I've tweaked it. I've looked at it and this is what works. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Hmm. That's so powerful because I think there's also this stubbornness where we feel like we have to do it on our own. Cause if we don't do it on our own, then, um, it's almost like cheating in a way. You know, <laughs> yeah, kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like childbirth in the cesarean section. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, you cook the baby for a whole nine months. You don't have to push it out. You yeah. know, you can, you can have a cesarean if you want. There's so, yeah, there's kind of the same thing. Yeah. I think there's this um, in society and I want to just challenge that and let people know that when you surround yourself with people who are, you know, who was it that said it's the um, five people that you, the five people closest to you represent your life. You know, the five people that you surround yourself and I'll, I'll think of it. Um, It might've been actually a um, psychologist. I feel like, you know, Carl Jung or I don't even know some, somebody said it though, but I think it's very true. (laughs) Your, And so be choosy with who you surround yourself with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and what, I don't know about you, but when I came out of the cocoon, I just started getting rid of people. I know that sounds terrible, but they just fell away because, you know, I just wasn't vibrating with them. I wasn't, you know, they weren't teaching me something too. You know, when, when you're somebody that's sort of leading the pack, and you're going through all these experiences and you're putting yourself out there and you're taking massive action, you need to be surrounding yourself with other people that are also 
the leaders, you know, but, but oftentimes we surround ourselves with, with people that we are leading and, and sometimes that doesn't work anymore. And so you have to let some of those, let some of those people go. Yeah. Yeah. Who did you surround yourself with when you came out of this, you know, that healing part of your, of your life? Yeah. I mean, my circles are tight. I have a go, a very close relationship with my family. Um, all of my brothers, two of my, I have two brothers and a sister and they're all very successful. So I, I lean on them. Um, and they lean on me for, you know, more like spiritual type of things, you know, because I'm a more enlightened being now and more aware. And so that dynamic is, has changed a bit, but I lean on them for, you know, business advice and, and, you know, um, they provide that kind of support to me. So, so I keep, I keep my circles real tight. Mm. And I think there's nothing like I can remember like moving around when I was younger, I went to a few different schools. My dad was in corporate and he got you know, transferred or made redundant, his role made redundant. So we had to move to another state. And I can remember always sort of priding myself on being like having this massive, you know, I was friends with everybody. And whilst that's great on one level, it doesn't allow, and I had a few close friends, but it's, it's actually very distracting yeah. um, to, be, to be someone for all people. And I, I feel like now, and it's only, it only takes, you know, it takes a few years <laughs> living through your life where you go, actually, what I really want is just a few close friends. And then there are acquaintances, but I, like you, I keep it pretty tight now. And yeah. thanks to probably thanks to the pandemic and that forced um, having to be on my own. I mean, I love my own company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl. I hear you there. Mm. Yeah. And it's, I think, you know, you do a lot of yoga by the, by the sea or you, you live close to the ocean, right? And yoga mm-hmm. seems to be something that's very part of your existence, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing yoga for decades now. And even if it's just 20 minutes here and there every other day, that's, that's really all I need to keep my body lean and limber. Mm. Um, I love doing yoga and meditation. I've been doing yoga for so long and I thought I was so enlightened, you know, so funny. (laughs) I thought I was so enlightened. (laughs) Yeah. Now I know life, life happens. Yeah. Yeah. And so in your like in your spiritual journey, how do you, so you do a bit of yoga, you're, you're, you meditate. What are some other tools that you use to help you navigate your day? Mm-hmm. I would say for the first three hours of my day, they're devoted to me. Mm-hmm. So it's Marnie time. So I'll do my, you know, I'll make a cup of tea. I'll do my affirmations. So I read them out loud. Um, I have big, really big goals for myself. And so I put them all on paper. And, um, I read all of that out loud. I have affirmations that I read that take me about 20 minutes to read out loud. Nice. Um, and then I'll do my meditation and then I'll usually exercise. So I'll go for a run, a walk, a hike, and then I'll do some sort of like either weightlifting or yoga, some sort of body thing. 
So all that takes me about three hours and I shower and get ready and I'm at my desk and ready to go by like 9 a.m. Wow. Yeah. That's, and I think it's important to have that routine and to have that time for yourself, as you say, where you're, you know, you're speaking the things that you desire into existence. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how it works too. It's totally amazing. Mm. I mean, if there's the only way that, and this is one of the things I teach in my course too, but the only way that it doesn't work is if you don't do it. And I even bookend it. So I'll meditate in the evening and um, I will also like quickly review my affirmations. So I won't read them out loud, but I'll look at them again. And it's amazing what has transpired in my life in a very short period of time, because I'm, when I'm doing it, I'm present. So I'm completely present. My mind is clear, but yet I'm saying these things out loud. And so it just, it just calls it into existence a lot quicker. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> because positive I an emotion, you have to do that? it with positive feeling and emotion. If yes. You're just reading it out loud. Then it just, it doesn't work as well. Right. Yes. That you need to feel what it's, what it would feel like. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I do this all the time and I'm sure many of our listeners do too, is I get a parking space like that. Like I literally, mm-hmm. yeah. I can be the busiest time of the year, which it is right now near the shops. Cause of course we're leading up to Christmas and you know, I refuse two things. I refuse to pay for parking in terms of, yeah. I won't, if I, if I can, Find that street that doesn't have a meter on it. I will. I know that street. <laughs> I just yeah. don't want to give extra money to, you know, councils and seven dollars here. Sydney's really expensive to park in. So, wow. and I imagine, you know, it, it might be as well in in California, but it's so expensive. So for me, that's been become my game, my manifestation game or manifesting game, and I will find. I, and I always do like yesterday I went to lunch with some girlfriends and it was a beautiful sunny day with El Nina. It has been raining. It's been just not the summer. We're coming into summer now because being okay. the Southern hemisphere. <laughs> anyway, yesterday was the most beautiful day we've had ever. So right near the beach and I was driving along and I started to feel my old self get anxious around, I'm never going to get a parking spot. My booking's at 1230. I've got to make sure that I get there. And then I just released that. I literally released it and went, Jenny, you are the queen of getting a parking spot. So I turned the car around and I went up this street. I'd never been up this street before. And by the way, it is parking meter heaven, like all along the beach. And it's it's $9 an hour to park. Whoa. Yeah. And so imagine if you're a young family going to a beach, um, a beach day for three hours, that's $27. So it's really expensive. Anyway, I turned the corner and I went up this street that I'd never been up before to park. And it was bumper to bumper. There were no spaces. And I just said to the universe, I need a parking space now because my booking is at 1230 and it was like 1235. So I was thinking they're going to cancel me if I don't or cancel a reservation. Anyway, and literally no joke. There was a car spot just waiting for me behind this other car. And there was a driveway and my 
my car just fit straight in. And I was like, thank you, universe. Thank you so much. That was just exactly what I needed. And then I got a text from my friend, you know, where are you? And I was like, oh, I'm just walking down the hill. I'll be there in a couple of minutes. She was already there holding the table. So I didn't even need to. <laughs> panic. Yeah, but that's you know, so awesome. That's, and I think if we were that intentional around like you are the rest of our life and writing those things down and then reviewing those affirmations and desires that we want. Yeah. Yeah. And what I love about this, this, you know, I guess life, I love about life is that we do not know what's going to happen next. We have no idea what's going to happen in the next moment. Mm. And it makes it so exciting. But most people think that they know what's going to happen. They're like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do this. And tonight for dinner, I'm going to have this. And, but if you like slow it down to just every moment, the present moment, and really stay in tight compartment, the present moment and live in the present moment, it's kind of exciting because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who you're going to bump into. You don't know what you're going to say. We don't, we literally don't know what's going to happen. And so it's kind of that releasing of, I know what's going to happen, or I know what's happening. I know what's happening. Cause let's be honest. We don't know what's happening. We don't know really why we're here. It's all mystical and magical. Every moment is the, the, the present moment is, such a mystical place to be that it needs to be honored. Mm. So if you live with, you know, like really the acknowledgement of how amazing this whole thing is anyway, your life experience gets a lot more fun. Yes. Yes. Cause I know people say gratitude is huge. Yes. Like having that great, you know, having the gratitude or being so thankful in that moment, being present in that moment. I mean, I was, it's just a parking space, but I was so grateful. <laughs> I was so thankful because it, it just made my life so much easier. And I was like this, I love this life. I really, I was so happy when I was walking down that hill. Yeah. See, you've got the power. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know that I have, I know that we all have the power. It's that letting go of all the chatter and all the things that we tell ourselves. And they're just conditioning from when we were younger and we built up those walls. So it's really about rewriting or recreating a new foundation for ourselves where, as you say, it's magical. Life gets to be beautiful and magical and full of these surprises. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sometimes the surprises, they're, they're not the ones that we want, right? Yeah. And that's called a challenge. That's not called a problem. When people say, oh, I've got all these problems, it's like they ask, you know, do you have any, I don't have any problems. I have challenges. Things happen to me that aren't as what I'd like to have happen, but I don't make a problem of it. It's not a problem. It just is. 
There's only two things to do in the present moment, surrender, take action. That's it. It's two things. Mm. So if you live in, in, in the present moment and if you completely surrender to what is happening, you have a choice most times to take action, to put yourself somewhere else. If it's not pleasant for some reason, mm. you can always take action. But most people are in, in, in resistance to this present moment. They're in such profound resistance. Mm. Yeah, I think that- and, and that causes suffering. That just makes people uncomfortable. Yeah, that resistance is where we, if you remove that resistance to whatever it is, like then it's like this- I just, I'm just picturing this flowy sort of way of, of being. It's like, it gets to be easy rather than this is so hard. Just. Yeah. It's, it's the, um, the acceptance of what is happening in this moment, complete and total acceptance of what this moment is made of. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just such a, um, it's such a, it's not different and it's not unique. People have been thinking this way for, you know, forever. And so many philosophers and really creative, powerful individuals have thought this way from, for a long time. And it's funny how that now as we evolve through you know, the last couple of years that have happened and just all the consumerism and all the, just everything that happens that's been happening to us is now, it's like, oh, I can see this as an opportunity to pivot, as you said, and maybe be, you know, there's nothing wrong with wanting, I think, things in my, in my opinion. Um, I mean, I love beautiful things, quality things. And I, um, you know, I aspire to that. And I think it's, but it's just kind of incorporating all of those, those things into your, into your world, because you can actually be a very spiritual person. You can get paid extremely well for the work that you do. Remember when it used to be, oh, if you're a healer, you've got to do work for free or you've got to do. People still think that way. Right. I still bump up against that. It's like, no, you don't have to believe that. No. I mean, you'd pay your accountant, you'd pay a doctor, pay a car mechanic, you'd pay people to do all kinds of things for you, but you're not going to pay someone to help you in a moment where you're suffering. Of course you would. Yeah. And you've studied and you've done a lot of work in order to be able to help others, you know, whether or not it's been, you know, even just reading, you know, I, you can read extensively and from what you've experienced, you can read extensively and then you can help somebody else because you've read all those books or all, you know, just different things that have helped you to become a more powerful um, person to be able to teach that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's a really, um, it's, I mean, it's just, it's an, again, we'll go back to, it's an exciting time, I think, to be in this moment, in this existence, this earthly existence. What, and so when you're helping your clients, how do you help them to shift that mindset? Because I do a lot of mindset work 
myself too. How do you help your clients to shift out of that, you know, mentality of what's not possible versus what is possible? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's in, it's in a lot of my courses and, you know, it's, it's something that we have to touch on probably more than once, Mm. but um, basically I say, you know, someone else is getting paid more than you, who's less talented than you right now. And you're letting that happen. Mm. Yeah. So someone who is less, this is what I said. Someone who is less talented than you is making more money than you right now. And you're letting that happen. Yeah. So it's a choice. I mean, you can choose to make more money or you choose to keep charging really low rates and, People don't really value your service anyway. Yeah. If you're charging a low, low rate, people typically like, for example, yoga instructors, and there may be some yoga instructors on this, listening to this podcast, but you know, if I, if, if I go to, I, I had so many of my friends who lost their jobs in the pandemic because all the yoga studios shut down. And then they were, they were doing classes, but it was donation only. And I was, I was thinking to myself, I get it. But if somebody says to me, oh, I charge $25 a class versus, oh, it's donation only. Who am I going to think it's, is more talented or who values their time more? Yes. Which class do I think is going to be a better class? Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And who also values their time and values who they are and what yeah. they have to share and offer. So I think that's, it's really just so beautiful to think if I value myself and my time, well, then I, I charge what I'm worth. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. worthy. I'm worthy of that. And I think worthiness, there's a lot of worthiness issues for people, you know, oh, I'm not worthy. I don't deserve that. So it's just about flipping that around and saying, well, you are worthy. We're all worthy. It just, you know, different degrees, whatever you feel you are, you know, what your worthiness is. We all experience that. And yeah. yeah. And human nature is that it, if it's more expensive, oh, it must be good. <laughs> you know, but then you have to deliver. You know, you, you, you have to be able to deliver. You're going to charge a lot of money for something you like for healers and coaches, like the only, the metric that matters is getting someone through a transformation. If you can't get somebody through a transformation, you're not doing your job correctly. Yeah. So, you know, if you're getting people through a transformation and you're getting testimonials and people are saying this person's awesome to work with then you can start charging, you know, what you think is fair. And it's all based on supply and demand, really. If you don't have a lot of demand right now and you have a lot of supply, which is your time, then you'll probably charge less until you get more demand in. Mm-hmm. That's what I teach people how to do. Get more clients, get more demand in. When they, then when they get more demand in, then their, their supply runs out. So they have to charge more. Right. Right. It's almost like um, the surge prices that Uber does. <laughs> All the cars, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, when demand uh, outstrips uh, the availability, that's when you pay more. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then taking that and transitioning that into a digital experience so that you can take all of your goodness instead of repeating yourself to the clients in a one-on-one situation over and over and over and over and over and over and saying the same things over and over that's when we digitize it. And then, then that's really when you can scale up. So then you create a hybrid solution. You create digital groups and private support. So you can handle more people and you're making more money mm-hmm. and you have more free time. Yes. You can do what you like. Yeah. Cause isn't that ultimately what we all want? is to be able to have that freedom and that time to be able to do the things that light us up. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, this has just been such a beautiful conversation, Marnie. I've loved just the flowy nature of everything uh, that we've spoken about. And so what I'll do is in the show notes, I will make sure that I put all of the ways that people can get in touch with you, how they can work with you. And we'll, you know, just, and also your book, we'll mention your, your book as well and how they can buy that. And yeah, just, um, you're such a, a gorgeous soul. So it's been so wonderful. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you, beautiful Jenny. Thank you for having me and leading a fun conversation all the way across. Isn't it a miracle? You're all the way over there. I know. You're the Northern Hemisphere. I'm the Southern. But we've got the Pacific Ocean is the only thing that separates us. Yes. (laughs) Well, I consider you a true friend. So um, it's always a pleasure connecting with you, Jenny. I think you're so awesome. Oh, thank you. And back at you. Marnie, this has just been so delightful. So thank you again. You're welcome, sister. Thanks so much for sharing your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed the energy we created and gained further insights around what fulfillment means to you. If you love the vibe and want to live a more inspired life, I offer one-on-one coaching with my Foundation for Fulfillment signature course. More freedom, more fulfillment, starting now. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode. Share and leave a review to let others know how this podcast made you feel. And remember, there is no ceiling, only the one you create. So keep raising the roof. Till next time.